Welcome to episode 10 of Dirt Stories. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Becca Grieb, and today I'm chatting with Cliff Fetner from Soil Connect about using technology to solve problems in the construction industry. Soil Connect is an app that allows contractors, builders, landscapers, or really anyone to search for soil online. It connects those who have it with those who need it. Ultimately, Soil Connect saves contractors money by reducing times and helps the environment by reducing emissions. In today's episode of Dirt Stories, we're excited to learn more about Soil Connect Cliff and what it means to embrace technology and solve real problems in the construction industry. Let's dive in. So let's just dive right in, shall we? You're the boss. Go awesome. Ahead. Tell me a little bit about yourself. So I am a, a third generation builder and developer is where I started. Um, actually working for my grandfather, my father as a, as a teenager on the job site, um, switching floors and doing odds and ends. And uh, I, I kind of never left it. You know, I, I've been in, in this industry, I, I hate to admit how many years, but um, <laughs> I won't tell you. But, um, but you know, like I said, all, uh, as a kid, teenager, worked all through college, um, got a degree in economics, and then went into the family business. Um, did that for many years, and, and then I kind of felt it was, it was time for me to cut the cord and, and do my own thing. And so we left the family business and we started building a single family custom homes um, here in Long Island. And we did that for many, many, many years um, until, until, you know, Soil Connect came to be. But, but even going back through, the, through my, my career, you know, I was always very involved in, in our industry. You know, I, I, um, I was past president of our local builders association. I, um, I also became chairman of the board. And so I was always involved in that. And then I was also, I always have found the tech industry interesting anyway, because very early on, um, there was a couple of programs that the uh, New York State Builders Association and the National Association of Home Builders created so that we could build better, more efficient homes. So I got involved in that very early on in the process also. I always found that you know tech world kind of interesting. And, um, and so, you know, everybody says, so how does Soil Connect happen? And, and so the, the problem that we have in the industry has always been the, the sourcing and the movement of material. And, and so the story goes uh, literally a little over two winters ago, um, I, we broke ground to, to, uh, for a 5,000 square foot house here in Long Island. And it was the middle of winter, but whatever. And so the excavator did what he had to do. And two days later, the foundation guy shows up and he picks up the phone. He starts screaming at me that he can't get anywhere near the hole. He can't get his equipment or his machinery anywhere near it because the excavating contractor had nowhere to move material, the dirt. So he piled up 3,000 yards of dirt right in front. So we couldn't get to the site. So I, I called up uh, John, my excavator, and I said, not nicely, by the way, John, you got to get rid of the dirt. And he says, Cliff, 
it's the middle of winter. I called everybody I knew and nobody needed it and nobody wanted it. And, and quite frankly, I didn't know what to do with it. And, and so it was right there at that very minute, that very second, you know, that there has to be a better way of, of moving and sourcing of, of soil and dirt. And so literally that's, that's how it came about. And so, you know, we're a platform, so, so we put information out there and, and we connect with others. But okay. that's, the, that's the short story. That's the short story. Okay. So there's, there's lots going on in there I want to dive into a little bit. So you said you're, you're a third generation builder and developer. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about what that means and how it's impacted your perspective on the industry? Sure. So, you know, as a kid, I, I always grew up in it. So what is a builder and developer? And, and in our family um, at that time, this is, uh, this is in the 80s, um, we, we would develop um, homes and, and condos in, in Staten Island, uh, which is one of the five boroughs here. And, and so we, most of our work at that time, would, would, we, we would buy a site, uh, we would get the improvements, and then we would put up models and build houses and sell houses. We did a lot of that. Um, we also did some, some multifamily stuff along the way. And, and so I, I took, you know, all those years of, of being on the job site and, and learning from my, my grandfather and my father. And then, you know, like I said, there, there came a point that, you know, uh, it was time for me to kind of cut the, cut the, cut the, the cord and, and, and just do my own thing. And, and so I, I left Staten Island and, and I was brought up here in Long Island and we, we started to buy some property here and build houses and custom houses is, is what I, I most recently did. Okay. So today you are your, your founder, of course, and CEO of the company. What other roles have you held along the way at Soil Connect? Well, um, so Soil Connect came to be, like, like I said, uh, it came, came with a concept. Um, and then I, I got my kids involved also very early on. Um, my, my daughter comes from a, a marketing background, um, and my son comes from a finance background. Um, but none of the three of us had, had any, any experience in, in what it was like to, to create a, a platform, to create a mobile app. And, and so um, the first thing we did was we had to hire a, a um, technology firm, and, and we did that. We hired a firm overseas, and we first had to learn about that whole language. And, and, and um, we learned about um, creating a, a platform because um, we had a theory, we had a concept, but we, we had no, no real background, no, no, no real understanding of what it was like to do this. So it, it took us a few months to, to do this, almost six months, and, and we, we launched our, our first version in, in, in um, May, exactly two years ago. Actually, it's almost exactly two years ago. So, so through the process, so when we first started, I was still wearing my builder's hat. And, and I would, then I, I transitioned into, um, you know, a, a tech guy, founder, and, and the kids were very helpful along the way in, in whatever capacity they could, because they also had full-time jobs as well. And over the past year and a half, two years, we've, we've kind of transitioned into a full-time founder CEO role. And now I have a, a, a nice size team working around me to, 
to help us get our product out there. Right. You've talked about, um, you know, the problem was sourcing and moving soil and dirt. And my understanding of Soil Connect is more or less, it's an app that allows contractors, builders, and landscapers, or anyone, I guess, to search for soil. So can you tell me a little bit more about how, how it works and who your users are? Sure. I, I, I think also what I would love to tell you about is how nothing has changed in the industry in, 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 in 40 or 50 years. And, and so, so I have vivid memories, quite frankly, um, you know, before I got married, I lived at home that, that after dinner, uh, my, my father would um, go into the den and start calling around his friends and, and contractors and developers who needed the dirt soil from our site and when we were going to move it and how we were going to move it. And, and so here it is 40 or 50 years later and, and nothing has changed. The guys still source the materials the same exact way. So they have their little network of people that they know and they call around and they see who needs it and when they need it and how much and who's trucking it and absolutely nothing has changed. So, well, okay, that's not exactly true. The only <laughs> thing that has changed in 40 or 50 years is now we have cell phones. So mm -hmm. we don't have to do it at night anymore. We, we can do it during the day. And, and, and really, that is how it's done. The closer connections we make, the more money you save. And, and we've done all kinds of analysis about, about the cost of trucking and, and, and why it's so expensive. And, um, and so by putting information out there on the platform, we're also creating transparency in the marketplace. And then that allows closer connections. I often, I, you know, I often, you know, I, I'm going to be rambling along here, so just jump in whenever you, you know, I'm rambling too far <laughs> for you, okay? <laughs> so, so I always tell the story that, you know, I'm building a house, uh, uh, you know, a mile away from you, and you're building a house, and we don't know each other, but I'm trying to get rid of material, and then you need material for your house. So by putting information out there, we're connecting. And because we only, we only work in a mile apart from each other, that connection is saving both you and me money. Because without, without that connection, who knows what I would have needed to do with the material that I had, and who knows how much it would have cost you to bring the material to your site. Right. So, so that's kind of what we, what we do. So who are most of your users that are, that are, have downloaded and are using the app? So um, I like to describe our users as everyone and anyone who play in the dirt. Okay. <laughs> so that includes um, uh, our, our biggest category is excavation and drainage contractors. Um, then the next group, biggest group is, is the builder developer and general contractor category and then the rest of the categories are pretty evenly split between um, pool builders and asphalt contractors and foundation guys and truckers and um, and we also now have quarries on our platform and so like I said everyone and anyone who plays in the dirt is, is our user and is on our app <laughs>
This podcast is sponsored by Dozer, the world's first heavy equipment rental e-commerce solution. Search equipment rentals online anytime at dozer.com. So I want to talk a little bit about technology. This podcast is all about dirt stories, finding those unique stories, those unique people. Um, And you kind of touched on something interesting that was earlier. You were saying that, you know, you weren't working in technology before. It just kind of fell into your life. So I wanted to chat a little bit about technology and what that's looked like in your career. So what was it like making the transition into into a construction tech company having a purely construction background so let's let's go back a little bit here because i i also love to tell the story that um that our industry for for some reason and and i'm not sure i really even know the answer at this point construction industry has always always seems to be the last industry to to adapt new technology Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, 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 you know, I, I could probably talk for an hour and a half on this topic, but we are the slowest to adapt. Okay. And, and, um, I, I think because there, there seems to be this, you know, this old school mentality that I've done it this way for 30 years, 40 years, I've done pretty good. So why do I need to change? And, mm-hmm. and that, that, that old school mentality, you know, quite frankly, is, um, is changing and it's changing rapidly. And, and so when, when we first started at Soil Connect, we first started to market ourselves to the decision makers of, of each company. And, and, and what we quickly, quickly found out that that was a huge mistake. And so we, we tapped the brakes and, and we decided to go young. And, and the reason why we decided to go young, and when I talk about young, I'm really talking about millennials and younger. Right. And, and, the, re- and the reason why we went in that direction is because millennials and younger, they, they've grown up with a cell phone in their hand. And, and they're not afraid of technology and they love technology and they do everything on their phone and, and so we were a whole lot more successful um, targeting the, the younger generation, like I said, the millennials and younger, because they do everything on the phone nowadays, and, and it's not a big transition for them. I can't begin to tell you how many times I've heard this story. Hey, Cliff, I don't know what to do with your app. So I gave it to my kid and he loves it and he plays with it and he one day will teach me what to do with it. And, and we heard that story over and over and over again. And that just really, it just plays to the point of, of what we've done in marketing to, to the younger generation. Mm-hmm. So speaking about, of marketing, you mentioned your son and your daughter are involved in the company. Are they playing active roles in in marketing or sales or any particular role within the company? Sure. So, so keeping in mind that, that both kids do have a full-time job. So, um, so I do bother them at night for sure. And, <laughs> and my daughter, my daughter uh, comes from a, a marketing background at a school and, and she, she's had marketing jobs in her full-time career. And so we, we talk all the time about the marketing and emailing and our social media, she's very involved with what we post on social media. 
I don't know if you've seen some of the stuff we've done on Instagram or, or Facebook. So she, she helps me with that. But at, at this point, though, also, we've evolved a little bit. And, and so now I, I, I have a, a team to, uh, around me to support um, us. But Perry, her name is Perry, works with our marketing people internally here. And, and Daniel, Daniel comes from the finance world. And, and he's helped us with, with fundraising and all kinds of other financial matters. So it's, it's, uh, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun, actually. Mm -hmm. That's great. It's great you can keep your, your family involved in that as well. Right. Well, you know, because remember, I, I come from a, a third-generation family business. So, um, so yeah, try, trying Absolutely. to keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive into Soil Connect a little bit deeper. So you talked, uh, or I've read, I should say, about um, the company's goal being to reduce CO2 emissions and what that looks like. Um, mm -hmm. Is that something that you kind of fell into when you created the company? Is it a passion that you have? Are you, is there an environmental angle to the company that you in particular wanted to drive forward? So I, I, think, I think that's kind of a, a part two of what we're doing, right? So, you know, admittedly, we, we started in the direction of helping our industry source material, save time, save money. And while we were creating this, it was just a natural that, hey, by creating closer, uh, closer connections, we are also saving fuel and saving CO2 emissions was, was honestly a, a part two of it. Yes. Right. That's great. It's great to have, uh, you know, an outcome, an outcome like that for the company. 100%. So I'm curious, what is the biggest challenge that you faced as the founder or non-tech founder, I should say, of a tech company? <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> that was a loaded laugh there, Cliff. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, and, and this is going to be put on the air, so I'm going to be really careful here. No, um, <laughs> you know, let, let's be honest. Um, it's a different language, right? Mm -hmm. and, and I had to learn a different language. It, it's, right. like, it's like for, for, for 30 years, right, I'm a, I'm a builder and developer. You put a set of blueprints in front of me. And in five minutes, I know what it says, what I need to do, how long it will take. And, and I read blueprinting, right? That's what I do. That's my career. And, and if I put a set of blueprints in front of you, for an example, it's a different language for both of you. So you don't understand what blueprint reading is all about, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so I had to take, um, take uh, my blueprint reading. And now I had to learn technology talk and, and how they talk and, and, and the process about creating a, a platform and every single step that you need to take. So the coders who actually create, this, create the, the, the platform know exactly what to do. So that was, that was the hardest part is learning technology language or technology talk. You know, you know, I got a, I got a, a crash course on technology 101, and then I went and then I went right up to a master's degree, and and uh, some, somewhere in between, I had to learn really, really quickly. 
I think it's important. We talk about this a lot at Dozer being in a similar boat to you as well, where we're merging construction and tech that it's important just to have a team of individuals around you that kind of balances out those skill sets and brings that knowledge to you. So you can be, you know, functioning like a well-oiled machine. So it sounds like you have that foundation really laid out well. Yeah. So, so we're, um, we, we literally, um, just added a, a full-time CTO to the team, okay? So up until very recently, like very recently, um, we would outsource all of our technology. And, and so that, that, you know, there, there's some challenges to that as well. Um, so now that we have a, a full-time CTO, um, I'm, uh, you know, that is gonna make my life a whole lot easier. And we will be able to um, make changes and, and additions to our platform uh, much quicker uh, with, with less speed bumps along the way. So we're very excited to have a full-time CTO. And, and like I said, we, we have um, um, Laura, who's our head of user engagement. And, and Laura talks to all of our users and helps them with, with whatever the problems are along the way. And, and Teresa, Teresa was our first uh, full-time hire, and she helps me with everything and anything from, from processing uh, um, new features and enhancements we want to use to overseeing the social media and overseeing the user engagement and, and overseeing our database and our freelancers. So, so we're, we're slowly building a team. We, we just recently also added our, our first business development person. So we're, we're, we're growing and, and it's, it's been a great experience so far. That's great. I want to talk a little bit about uh, one of the missions of the company. So one of your missions is to bring transparency to the soil industry. Can you tell me a little bit about what that means? What, what transparency wasn't there before that you're trying to bring forward? Well, you know, we, we use the word transparency a lot. Um, I, I, I think when, when you really dig into it, no pun intended here, is that by putting more information out there for us to all connect is, is really what we're doing here. Um, so, you know, I, I, I make, um, you know, I make references to, you know, other platforms out there. Um, I, I, I make reference to sometimes uh, Airbnb as an example. Mm -hmm. so, so, so 10 years ago, somebody had this idea that we're going to get people to put their condos and their apartments and their houses that they don't need in a certain time period up for rent. And, and, and so, so that's what they did. And, and so they're a platform. And, and then they connected with people who are interested in that condo, house, what uh, apartment at that time, right? And so when you think about Air, what Airbnb, Airbnb is doing, and then you think about what Soil Connect is doing, we're, we're posting, right? So they post real estate, uh, we post soil and aggregates on our site, and we connect with other people who need the soil and the aggregates. So I, I make a lot of references to, to, to um, Airbnb and 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 um and their platform and 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 hopefully one day we'll be we'll be like Airbnb. Mm -hmm. The value of Airbnb, I should say. <laughs> so for someone who isn't living and breathing in the soil world like myself, 
what mm -hmm. are some key things that I would need to know about the soil industry? Um, looking to source soil, looking to use Soil Connect to find it. What, what do I need to know to get started? So, um, Soil Connect is, is really a, a B2B type of platform, right? We're, we're, we're not a, a B2C. Um, so, for, so taking a, a, a homeowner or, or taking someone that, that is um, not necessarily familiar with, with dirt and, and different types of dirt and, and, and different types of aggregates, um, hmm, what do you need to know? Um, that, I, I'm going to struggle with this one right now. I've got to be honest right before so, answering this one. So let's say I wanted to get started using the app. What what do I need to do to get started? Oh, well, that's an easy one. Okay. So our app is, is designed to be uh, what we like to call frictionless. Very easy to use. We, we don't want it to be complicated. So to come on to our platform, it's literally four or five very easy questions name, rank, and serial number, and, and you're on our platform. It, it, it's that simple uh, at, at this point in time. We, we, like I said, we, we don't want to create long and, and lots of questions and, and complicated, um, we don't want to create a lot of friction and complicated things. So four or five easy questions, you're on the platform. Once you're on our platform and you want to post something, whether you want to post you need dirt or you need to get rid of dirt, here again, it's four or five or six very simple questions. We talk about the time frame you want to get rid of or need the material. We, we talk about the quantity of yard and the, and the type of soil. And then it's literally posting, pushing the button, and now you're out on the platform. Once you're out on the platform, now you are matched through our matching technology with the other side of the equation. So if you need a thousand yards of clean fill at your property, and I need to get rid of a thousand yards of clean fill on my job site, we are matched up through the technology, and then we are each you know, we will be contacted with each other's uh, information, whether it be text or cell or email, however you want to be notified. And then those two parties take the transaction offline and, and work, work out those details. It, it, it's as simple as that for, for right now. Okay. So are there, in terms of locations, physical locations, are there limits to where the soil can travel to and from, from city to city? Um, okay, that, that's, that's two parts there. So, the, the most expensive part of, of the dirt transaction process is the actual movement of the dirt. So that's why we talk about all the time about the closer the connection, the more money you're gonna save. Okay, right. so that, that's our overall theme. But in moving dirt or, or aggregates, clearly it's different whether you're moving dirt and soil in the Midwest versus in, in the in New York City area and you're getting bogged down on traffic, right? 
so there's there's different dynamics whether you're in a a rural a rural area a suburban area or, or an urban area it's just different di dynamics about moving dirt and soil but in terms of how far to travel here again it depends upon where you're located so for an example you go into the midwest and you can travel 30 miles in 30 minutes right because you get on an interstate highway and there's no traffic and there you go um, right. but in, but in New York city, if you're, if you're traveling 30 miles, that could take you four hours. Right. So, so you have to understand the, the dynamic about where you're located for sure. But, but here again, the over, the overwhelming theme is the closer the connection, right? The, the more money you're going to save. So here, here, here's a little something for you that we didn't touch on, but, but, but I, I love to talk about this is I don't want you to think of dirt as dirt, okay? I, I know you're gonna struggle with that for a second, but <laughs> what I want you to think of dirt as is a commodity, okay? So go with me for this minute. Okay. Is there a difference, ready? Is there a difference between dirt, gas, oil, lumber, copper, iron? Just as an example. Is there a difference between everything, anything I just said? There, there is nothing different between anything I just said. They are all commodities. They are bought and sold every single day on three of the same principles, supply, demand, and timing, mm -hmm. okay? And when you apply those three principles to everything I just said, they are all the same. They're a commodity. And so I talk a lot to our team and people like yourself that dirt's not dirt. It's a commodity. And it kind of takes on a whole different tone to it. So here's another one of my favorite stories. I could be on a job site and I could have 2,000 yards of dirt that's right smack in the middle of my job site. I can call my excavating contractor and I could say, John, how much to get rid of my 2,000 yards? And John will say, I'll charge you $100 a truckload. Okay, so for right now, let's make believe that's 100 truckloads because you have 2,000 yards of dirt and a dump truck holds approximately 20 yards. That's 100 truckloads times $100 is $10,000. It's gonna cost me to get rid of that dirt. Here comes the, here comes the timing component. I could hang up the phone from John and my buddy Bob the Builder will call me. And he'll say, hey, Cliff, I know I passed by your site. I see you have a lot of dirt there. What are you doing with it? I don't know. What do you want? He goes, I need it for my job site because I got the, the <clears throat> excuse me, I got the steel guys, I got the plumbers, I got everybody coming, and I need to backfill around the foundation. <laughs> Great, you can have it. How much are you going to pay me? I need it really bad. I'll pay you $200 a truckload. $200 a truckload, that's $20,000, right? So in a matter of 10 minutes, 
it was going to cost me $10,000, and now I'm making $20,000. What happened in that 10 minutes? What happened is the timing component came into play. Bob the Builder needed that dirt more <laughs> than I needed to get rid of that dirt. And this is my favorite story talking about supply, demand, timing, and this is a commodity. It's just not dirt. A question for you about the construction tech part of this. Mm -hmm. Be because we started our, our adventure into dirt stories because we really wanted to find people that had tried something new, which is what you've done. You know, you're venturing into tech with Soil Connect. What advice would you give to someone who wants to embrace technology in their construction practices, but doesn't know where to get started or is hesitant to do so? So what I've noticed with um, a lot of the, the construction tech, in, in my opinion, uh, and, and, and keep in mind that, that my view comes from a builder, a uh, small custom builder's vision, right? That's the lens I'm looking at versus, as an example, a national general contractor that does a billion dollars a year in revenue, right? We, we each come from our different perspectives. But from, from my perspective, as, as a former custom builder, what I've seen is that a lot of these programs are too, um, I don't want to say too complicated, but um, what's the right word? Is, is, um, it's more than I need. How about that? And that if some of these programs were scaled down and had less complicated features, I, I think that um, the small builder, the small contractor would embrace it more. I, I um, think about this, let's think about this for a second, that the small builders, developers, and contractors, right, we're out in the field for a good part of the day, then we come in and we do bookkeeping and we do estimating. The technology that we actually need in our businesses to make us more efficient, if they're too complicated to learn, we, we just don't have the, the, the time, the capacity to, to fully embrace it. So that's, that's kind of how I see from my seat, just knowing all my years of getting up early, going to the job, job site, spending six or eight hours outside during the day, coming into the office, doing whatever paperwork or bookkeeping I had to do, estimating I had to do. And now if I wanted to really get involved in a, in a new program, I, I needed the, 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 the time and, and, the, and the capacity to, to really understand it. Right. Before we say goodbye, I wanted to talk a little bit about adapting technology and it, it makes, it creates efficiency. Um, the construction industry is so far behind any other industry in adapting technology. Where do you think the best place to start is for the contractor that's listening to this right now and wants to start using tech to make their businesses more efficient and just doesn't quite know how to get going? What's your advice to that person? Step one would be um, the easiest 
um, that, that we were able to do is to adapt to, you know, some software bookkeeping payroll type of system. That, that if, you're, if you're currently not using a computer to do your basic bookkeeping and payroll, then, then clearly um, that, that, in my opinion, would, would be step one. And, and there are, believe it or not, even in 2020, there are a tremendous amount of, of, of companies out there that are, are not doing that. So that, that would be step one. Um, step, step two, uh, in my opinion, also would be some sort of estimating program. Um, and, and that, quite frankly, um, can be a little intimidating and a little frustrating um, finding an estimating program that's right for you. Because that kind of ties back to you know what I just said about you need you need to have the right um, bandwidth and and focus at the end of the day to to find time to learn an estimating program. Um, but once you do, um, you immediately become way more efficient in 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 understanding the plans and turning out estimates and and quite frankly turning out better estimates and better bids and it makes you more profitable. Once you once you embrace the estimating program, uh, that that would be my my certainly my my step one and step two for for those that that have not yet um, progressed that far. Great, that's good advice. Is there anything you wanted to leave our listeners with before we say goodbye? Oh, hmm. famous last words. Uh, I would say um, uh, I would say it's time for all your listeners who have not yet really started to adapt to new technology to to find time um, during the day during the week to to do it in little pieces and 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 concentrate and focus and and make a commitment to the technology with the same commitment that you've made to grow your business Um, because at the end of the day adapting and learning this new technology will make you more efficient and definitely will make you more profitable. Great. Thanks for joining us today, Cliff. I think what you're doing is really interesting. Soil Connect is definitely something that, you know, our industry clearly needs. And I think if there's, if there's any way technology can make the construction industry more efficient, that we need to start looking at these solutions um, and, and, and grow our businesses to be stronger and more stable. I I appreciate the time. I do. Thanks so much, Cliff. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you'd like to read more articles on topics of construction safety and product efficiency, you can check it out on the Dozer Hub at dozer.com slash blog. Follow us on Instagram at DozerHub for the latest news in the industry and follow our blogs and podcasts through the Dirt Stories hashtag on social media. Want to be featured on the podcast? Contact us via social media or through dozer.com slash blog if you or someone you know has a dirt story to share. Today's episode was sponsored and produced by Dozer, the world's first e-commerce solution for equipment rentals. Visit dozer.com for more.